There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com slash covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com slash covered. Hello and welcome to this um, bonus episode of Blue Motor Club. Hello, hello, Carol. How are you? I'm good, Lauren. How are you? Yeah, not bad, thank you. I'm not bad too. So today we're joined by um, my sister, Vicky Hurst, our statement and anna- anna- oh, for God's sake, analyst. Vic, how are you? I'm good. It's good to hear your voices. And John, sweet cheeks. <laughs> yeah, how are you? Excellent. Pleased to hear it. So we asked you to um, statement analyse Rose West's uh, police statement, didn't we, for this week's episode? You did, yeah. And I didn't like it, but I've done it. <laughs> Biggs, I was so dirty after our West's one. Honestly, I felt dirty as fuck. <laughs> So yeah, Vic, if you wouldn't mind just explaining a little bit to our listeners about what you do and um, like what the sort of thing they can expect from you, please. Okay, so statement analysis is the most accurate way of determining if a person is lying in a verbal or written statement. A person cannot give a lengthy deceptive statement without revealing that it is a lie. This is because people's words will betray them. So, um, Carol, I think it was, you sent me a couple of... Um, interviews from Rose. One was, I believe, on the 24th of February 1994. So, um, this is when it all kicked off, I think, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is, um, Heather, basically. Oh, right. Yeah. That's what we're looking at. So we're not really mentioning any of the other, um, victims and stuff. We're just looking at her relationship to Heather and, um, yeah, basically, the first there's two different interviews. One is when she's, um, you know, I don't know whether this. I think Fred has been arrested, but she hasn't. Mm, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. Right. and obviously Heather is her firstborn daughter with Fred West. Yeah, which is the first question actually here. So, oh. um, yeah, they've said to her, you know, Donna, we're here to talk to you about your daughter Heather. Um, where, where is she in the family line? Rose says, my first one. Um, I just think that sounds cold. It's very harsh, isn't say, it? You don't say, my firstborn. Or my first, she's my first child. She's my eldest daughter. Yeah. 
my first one. <laughs> That's awful, Very yeah. Have a mouth is just, you know, this sets the tone, basically. This is what I'm going to say. Oh. So then we've got, um, tell me when you last saw her. She says, before she left home. So it's really vague. It's inaccurate. You know, the last time you saw her, before she left home. Um, we've got no details whatsoever. She's keeping her cards close to her chest. Then, do you remember which year? She was almost 17, I know that much. Um, so she would roughly know the month even, wouldn't she? Do you yeah. Know what I mean? You know when your daughter was born so you could work it out. But she, again, everything she does is close to her chest, says as little as possible. Um, so we've got, um, you know, what was the reason that she left home? She wasn't happy. And she says, I don't know. We had problems with her at school. Things like that. Um so straight away she wants to share responsibility. It's not I, it's not I, it's we. We had problems with her, straight away bringing the school. So if the school had problems with her, you know, there's that, um, you know, affiliation. We all, you know, we all had problems with Yeah, it's a bit of backup, isn't it? It's like, it's... Um, yeah. It's alienating Heather, isn't yeah. it? It's like her, Heather against the system, yeah. her family. Everyone. So then the next question is, well, was she in school? Well, no, she'd done with school. So again, like instantly, the detectives are, you know, why are you bringing up school? There was nothing to do with it. Mm. Um, she then goes on to say that she got suspended from school. And it, this bit actually sounds quite true. She says she got suspended and the headmaster said, we are not going to expel her. And that was that. Now, we've spoken about this before liars don't tend to be able to put words in people's mouths and being as we've heard a quote from the headmaster i would say that's probably true rosie's going to need that back up they're going to go to the school the school's going to say yeah heather was quite troubled it's all going to tie in yeah yeah she's got a backup yeah she's got that backup behind her bringing the school into it straight away Mm. it's it's clever though isn't it to think of that yeah oh, oh yeah she really is um, it says what was her build up to her leaving. Rose says she just didn't seem to want to settle down here. Um, so the just is minimising. She just didn't seem. Um, didn't is the negative. So when you're asking something, you know, what was the reason? She's answering in the negative. She's telling us what, what it wasn't. Um, when she says the word seem, it just makes it seem really unsure. So she just didn't seem. And then to want to settle down here. This this not wanting to settle down here is not really consistent with her giving us all these problems that she's got. Yeah. What, what's going on? Where are all these problems? Well, she just didn't want to settle down here. So straight away, you, you can just see she is saying the very minimum. She's not going to get herself in trouble in any way, shape or form. She is keeping her cards close to her chest all the way through. He says, um, he asked her, was it a sudden thing? Yeah. She says, she told everybody where she was living. She told all her friends that. So she's not answering the question. This is something that she wanted to say. He didn't ask her that. He said, was it a sudden thing? She told everybody where she was living. She told all her friends that. This is something Rose wants to say. Right. She needs to get that down on the, you know, on the record. He hasn't asked her that. that. That's not an answer to her question. So, um, 
it sounds quite plausible to me. She's thinking again, they're going to go and ask these people, what are they going to say? I think Heather had told them she was going to move away. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She had applied for a job at a holiday camp, which was out of town. So she probably did tell all her friends that. Yeah, so she that she wasn't asked that question. She throws that in. She needs that to be known. So twice, within about five lines, we've got, ask the school, ask her friends, right? Yeah. She's Rose backing herself up. You'll see how awful Heather is. You'll agree with me, you know. Yeah, looking after number one as well, isn't she? Deflecting. Yeah. Yeah, we know what she's doing. But I guess to, if, you know, if you're going to think she's innocent, then you're just going to be going, okay, let's ask the school about that incident when she got suspended. Okay, let's ask her friends what she said about where she was going to be living. Mm. And then you get the right answers, you know? Yeah. Um, So then then they ask her, how do you know she told her school friends? And she completely swerves this question. She said she was after a job somewhere or other. I believe that fell through. Again, she's not answering the questions. Rose is completely controlling this whole thing. Yeah. Jeez. I think he's asking the questions, but she ain't answering them. <laughs> Jesus. She's saying exactly what she needs to get out, what she wants to say. It will be written down, and it will go and be investigated, and she'll be proven right. She knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's mm. completely manipulating the whole thing. Um, he says, did you ask her what she was going to do? What are your feelings towards your children? He asked two questions in one, so we can't really say that she didn't answer the first one. It's not very professional to ask two questions in one anyway, but the second part was, what are your feelings towards your children? She says, well, I love them. What do you think? (laughs) I'm afraid you didn't hit it off that well. So, she can't just state the fact. She has to throw the question back. She asks the question, well, I love them. What do you think? She's not even comfortable lying about loving her children. Wow. And then she says, I'm afraid we didn't hit it off that well. So he's asked her, what are your feelings towards your children? Not Heather. Mm. What are your feelings towards your children? That bit's thrown her for a loop. So she's had to say something quickly. Then she gets back to saying what she wants to say. She says, well, I love them. What do you think? I'm afraid we didn't hit it off that well. Now this is Rose getting back on her feet, saying what she wants to say. She's not answering these questions. Mm. she says, um, we didn't hit it off that well. Uh, she, so she says hit here, which I don't like, but I feel like, because I do know this case, I'm not coming at this fresh, I do know about Red and Rose. Mm-hmm. I don't see the word hit in this statement at all, because we all know now what was happening to those yeah. children. So she says, we didn't hit it off very well, and I, you know... I think that when you say you didn't hit it off very well, are you usually speaking about someone you've just met? Yeah. You're talking yeah. about the impression of them. Yeah, you Even are. For years, you could say, we didn't hit it off that well at first. Yeah. Don't talk about a child that you've known its entire life and has grown into whatever this child has become now and say, we didn't hit it off that well. That's someone you've just met. So this this is something she's obviously thought of before she's gone in. I'm going to say that. She's um, saying that, I think, so they stop asking her questions so she can completely deny that she knows anything about Heather because she can say, well, me and Heather yeah. weren't close. Yeah. yeah. Why would Heather tell me where she was going? She doesn't say they're not close. Mm. She says we didn't get it off that well, which to me is something she's thought of and she's got to get it in there. She's going to say that. That's mm. not actually what you say about your child, is it? You can no. Say, 
wasn't that close. Me and my child, we, we just seemed to clash. Um, we've grown apart. The older she, no, we didn't hit it off that well. So that's what you say when you're talking about a stranger. I think mm-hmm. that doesn't fit. This is Rose saying something that she has thought of and she needs to say. Definitely. Um, so you know, I'm just skipping a bit. So they talk about this money. She apparently gave her some money. So they say which account. Which account did you get money after you remember? Because obviously they want to trace the money. Mm-hmm. She says, no, I gave it to my husband. I had shopping to do that day. Things were pretty tricky. She said she would speak to him and sort things out. I went and did my shopping and when I came back, she had gone. I remember saying to her, are you going to sort it out? That's a lot, I know. But let's break it down. Mm-hmm. She says she can't remember anything about when Heather went, what year it was, what month it was, what made her go. She's all very, very vague. Now, all of a sudden, did you hear all that information you just got in one bit? She remembered all that detail from that one day. That is the longest bit by far in this whole thing, right? Yeah. You just heard Rosie's alibi for Heather's death. Yeah. There it is. That's what she says. I did this. I did that. I did that. It's perfect. Yeah. None yeah. Cards close to your chest. None of this can't remember. Vague. Or none of that. This is bang, 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 bang. This is what I did on that day exactly. Do you think she rehearsed that speech? Absolutely. Absolutely. She knows exactly what she's going to say. So he asked her, which bank account did you use? That was the question. The answer was Rosie's alibi. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just heard. So, and then the other thing is, she's asked her to... She says about when I can yeah, so we we look for order, chronological order, so you remember things in the right order. When you start adding bits in, it's when it goes out of out of sync. So she says she had shopping to do that day. I went out, did my shopping, when I come back she had gone. I remember saying to her, Are you going to sort it out? That bit is not right. She's already gone. But when you come but then she says, I remember saying to her, Are you going to sort it out? So it's out of chronological order. This is not memory. This is nothing that actually happened. I don't know what she means by sort it out. Mm. The detective asked her that very question. Oh, really? Uh, how are you going to sort what out? Yeah. She's just thrown this in there and doesn't it doesn't fit with anything. And so she says, um, she says, I don't know what she was going to do, I suppose. She's kind of done something that she wasn't going to do. She don't know what to say now. So, I don't know what she was going to do, I suppose. The first question would be specific. Heather would know what Rose was talking about. Sort what out? Heather would know that, right? Mm Mm-hmm. This second question isn't the same. It doesn't relate to the particular subject. So, he's saying, he's saying, how are you going to sort what out? I don't know what she was going to do, I suppose. So... How are you going to sort it out? So Heather would know what she's asking her. Sort what out? Heather knows this. She doesn't answer. Yeah. She doesn't know what she's saying. Um, There's nothing to do with anything the policeman's saying. She's just said something she didn't perhaps mean to say and hadn't thought out properly. Mm. She's wrapped with it. Yeah. He says, did you try to persuade her to stay? I said, what are you going to do? Again, we've got Rose's voice, not Heather's. I had a problem with her because I knew what she was. That was what made it tricky with the other children. She was a lesbian as far as I know. So, when he says, did you try to persuade her to stay? Again, Rose does not answer that question. No, she don't, does she? She's so slippery. She doesn't say, 
of course I tried, or no, I didn't bother trying. No. She just doesn't answer it. She's got all her answers in her head. It doesn't matter what the policeman asks her. Yeah. She's got all her answers in her head. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So, then, this, I had a problem with her because I knew what she was. She's really taking ownership of this. She's putting all her pronouns in, which you know, I love pronouns. Yeah. <laughs> I had a problem with this. I knew what she was. There is some ring of truth here. Yeah, she did say that she used to bully Heather because they thought Heather was a lesbian. Like Heather, yeah, Heather was bullied like a lot because of that. Okay, so he's admitted that. Yeah, it does. It just rings a bit true with the pronouns there. I'm thinking you're actually taking ownership of something. I, not we, not we, not the school. I, I had a problem with her. Yeah. Because of what she was. So that's quite bold there. That's you know that's her being a little bit. Obviously, it's coming out, isn't it? Because she does obviously have this problem. Yeah. Um, it gets a bit interesting here. She She's saying that Heather being a lesbian is a problem to have around the younger children, but she doesn't say why this is a problem. She just says, you know, obviously that's the problem, obviously because of the children. She doesn't say why. This comes up again and again. Um, there's this really strange thing. So she says, um, one particular incident, her uncle was talking to her. He said to her about boyfriends or something and he said you know you better watch it like because they get up to tricky things she said as in heather if any boy put his hand on my knee i'd put an effing brick over his head <laughs> this again is like the alibi statement this is really detailed we've got heather's voice for the first time yeah 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 really really detailed rose wants this particular thing to be known it's probably true it probably did happen yeah the only thing she can cling on to to think of why she was bullying her daughter like as Carol just said what she was doing yeah so yeah this is the first and not the last time we actually get Heather's words this sounds true to me why she needs to bring it up it's such a nothing isn't it it's such yeah a... yeah it is yeah it's ridiculous but Rose has clung to that and remembered every little bit of it it's really important to Rose this um, Suppose probably Eva didn't want a fucking incest with her father, <laughs> yeah, and was rebuttaling him, and that's what they're going. Oh, do you know what I mean? Arseholes, the pair. Sorry, yeah. I'm getting worked up. We know that that sounds like a traumatized child. Yes. We know that Heather sounds absolutely furious. She's yes. swearing. She's used to swearing, and she's used to using violent language around her. Yeah. <clears throat> so you know. To us, we know what that is. We know what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. To Rose, that was a reason why her and Heather don't get along. It's really strange. Obviously, we can't fathom what on earth is wrong with Rose, but this particular incident is very, very important to Rose. That would go against any every, everything we know about Rose, and this is not statement analysis because I'm not supposed to know anything about Rose, but yeah. everything we know about Rose, she cannot get her head around Heather. Yeah. Yeah, she Even just doesn't you'd do that to him. Like yeah. she can not understand from any level what Heather's just said. Mm. Yeah. Feel like that because we know how Rose was around sex and things like that. So um yeah, so then she goes on to this weird thing about the um oh there's a little bit of um this infant school thing. It's it's very strange. So she says, where's this infant school thing? Where does that come in? It's around number... 
Yeah, in the infant school, she knew exactly what kind of knickers the woman teacher had on. Oh my god! What? This woman's a fucking head case, isn't she? She's so weird. Sorry, I just lost that. I put my number in the wrong place. Yeah, so she <laughs> said that doesn't particularly mean she was a lesbian. What made you think she was definitely a lesbian? In the infant school, she knew exactly what kind of knickers the woman teacher had on. Now I think that sounds like someone who is completely obsessed with sex. She, and, yeah, yeah, they both were, weren't they? Fred yeah. and Rose were. Yeah. If your kid come home from school, you'd be like funny story or something wouldn't you but i don't mm. think you'd even you might say that night mightn't you oh my god can you imagine she's in the teacher's knickers you wouldn't remember it 17 years no ago. definitely <laughs> no. not i know that is right up your alley mm. she that shows you what rose remembers in life yeah but she's got no interest in whatsoever yeah what's important to rose and she says the word exactly yeah she knew exactly what kind of knickers we're not talking about what colour knickers they were. Oh, I don't know like that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I don't know like that. So she's, So this is a conversation that Rose and Heather had when Heather was in infant school. And Rose is relaying this conversation all these years later when she's been in, like, interviewed by the police. Yeah. And this was... She's an insight. She's explaining why she thought Heather was a lesbian because of that conversation. Uh-huh. Jeez, absolute joke, isn't it? Gets worse, doesn't it? Clips <laughs> of Rose's psyche, what things interest her, what sticks in her brain, and what she absolutely doesn't care about. Yeah. So, um, we go on a bit. She talks about her father instead of saying Fred. She talks about her father quite a few times. I don't know whether that's distancing. I'm not quite sure what that's about. Maybe I mean some families talk like that, don't they? Mm. Yeah. I know. In my, in my family, if it was something like, perhaps if, if my mum was cross, she might say, talk to your father. Yeah. She would never, it just mean, maybe, like, maybe there's a, a reason for that, don't know, but she it is a bit distancing, just saying, you know, I let her talk to her father. Oh, With, I see, yeah. Right. It's not, not, it's not a stepchild of hers, that is her, mm. you know, her child, so it does sound yeah. you know but, You know why, though, because by now they've already said that Fred's going to take the full blame. <coughs> So she is literally just pairing Heather and Fred in every single like angle that she can. Yeah. 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 It's quite an interesting sentence here, considering she's so, um, what do you call it? she's so calm and collected, that kind of thing. It said, the, said the, the fellow says to her, it sounds as if you're annoyed. She says, the only reason it annoys me because I believe to cut off communication between me and her. Teenagers disagree with their parents. I know May is very close to her father. None of that makes sense. Yeah, that what's that got to do with anything? The only reason it annoys me is because I believe to cut off communication between me and her. That is not a real sentence. It's not a finished sentence. There's either words missing or words missing at the end. I can't make head nor tail of the sentence at all. But that's because she was answering the question. Yeah, it's yeah. not something she's rehearsed, is it? You are annoyed. The only reason it annoys me is because says a sentence that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> then she said, teenagers disagree with their parents. Word perfect. I know May is very close to her father. Word perfect. Those two were meant to be in there. The first bit wasn't. Mm, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, I see. Like, like Lauren was saying, some of it was rehearsed and some of it isn't mm. rehearsed. She had to answer the annoyed bit. It all goes wrong. And then she says these two sentences that she wants in there. Yeah, yeah that she's already rehearsed. She's, she's, she's constantly just trying to shift everything on Fred like every single sentence involves Fred even though they're asking about her specifically he, she's dragging Fred into everything isn't she mm. yeah and and you 
can tell when she has to sort of answer something the policeman has said, it all goes wrong, and then she gets back to what she wants to do. Yeah. This one's a bit weird. Um, they've gone on about the bank, and they want to know which bank, because they're trying to verify that story. She says, I was upset at the time. I was upset. Repeat, when people repeat, we realise this is really sensitive to them. It's really sensitive. It's really important. Maybe this is true. Right. She's either saying it to convince someone and buy a bit of time, or it's true. So she doesn't know what to say about this bank. I was upset at the time. I was upset. What do you think? Throws it back. She don't know what to say. I'm a fucking computer. <laughs> what? Yeah. In the last 18 months, I have had effing hell. What more do you want? So this is what Rose does when she's backed into a corner. She gets aggressive. Really aggressive. She's yeah. a narcissist, yeah. narcissist, isn't she? Sworn twice in the same sentence. Do you think I'm a computer? What do you think? I've had hell. What more do you want? She's throwing it back, throwing it back, throwing it back. She's backed into a corner a little bit here because she cannot back up this bank story. The bank story is going to be so easy to verify and she knows she can't slip up, she can't say anything. See, I've had a thought about that while you've been talking about it. She, her work, her income was as a sex worker, so surely she would have got paid in cash. So why is she even talking about bank accounts? Yeah. It would be so easy to say, oh, I gave her some cash. Yeah. Because she worked, and, and Fred was a builder, he probably worked, got paid in cash all the time as well. Yeah. What a silly lie. I wonder where the police got this bank account story from. This is the thing, by the time this starts, they already have this bank account thing, and they keep coming back to it. Because yeah. Because I think it's, I'm and, not quite sure why, but they, they and, get a date. That's what they keep saying, yeah. they get a date. They know that it's going to trip her up, that's why. This is it. Yeah. This is the concrete that she cannot get out of. Um, I'm trying to find out if Heather is still alive. Rose says, if you had any brains at all, you could find her. It can't be that difficult. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's lovely, isn't she? Charmer. Yep. She's insulting, she's childish, she's putting a police officer down. She thinks she's smarter. Yeah. She... I mean, if you had any brains at all... It can't be that difficult. So she's trying to be a little bit polite at the start, but she can't keep it up. No. We're on the third page, and she's already angry, nasty, thinks she's better than everyone, thinks she's cleverer than everyone, she's controlling. Yeah. She's a, yeah, she's a real piece of work. So then they said to her, down the page a little bit, what inquiries have you made? They want to know what Rose has done to find her child. Here we go. No answer again. When you've brought up a girl like that and you've done everything and they turn around and turn their back on you, that's it. She didn't want to know me. I really like this. I like this a lot. Go for it. So, yeah. So, when you've brought up a girl like that, like what? We don't know. We, we, can, have a know. we can have a guess she's thinking lesbian, isn't she? Or frigid because she ain't into sex like her and Fred are. Yeah. She sees, she sees Heather as the weirdo, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. She's got nothing in common with Heather whatsoever. Yeah. You've done everything, and then they turn around and turn their back on you. That's it. This is not the only time you're going to hear this sentence. Really? I believe this is a bit of a flashpoint. I think Rose is telling you something that actually happened here. Mm. Not the brought up and all that, but right at the end, she just puts something in that just sounds a little bit true mm -hmm. they turn around and they turn their back on you that's it now to rose turning your back on your family is really really important mm -hmm. it's so bad she 
she brings this up quite a lot. You think what Rose has been through in her childhood, and she never turned her back, did she? No, she opened her dad with open arms, didn't she? Yeah. Open arms, open Legs. But a bunch. So, I'm just bringing that to light because that ain't the last time you're going to hear that. So, then we have um, the police officers are asking her, what about, you know, what did you do to punish her when she was naughty? I just sent her to bed. Did Fred hit her? No. Then they say, what about being hit with household implements? They bring it in instantly. Rose knows what they're talking about. She says, oh, we're back on this one. Look, just drop that one. That ain't going nowhere. I've had all those charges put on me and they were dropped. Rose is so confident that the charges were dropped. She doesn't even need to answer it. Not that she didn't do it or that it never happened, but that the accusation is going nowhere. Mm, yeah. She knows that. Yeah, she doesn't say she didn't do it, Fred didn't do it, I don't know where that came from, blah, 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 just, look, drop that one, I've had them charges dropped. Is that to do with the rolling pin, Vix? It just says household implements. Yeah, I reckon that's the rolling pin. That's done, that's done. Next question is, have you heard any rumours? She says, she wouldn't tell me, would she? Again, avoiding the question, she's not answering the question. She didn't say, yes, I did, or no, I didn't hear rumours. If your child's gone, you're going to hear every single thing, aren't you? Of course you are. Every little tidbit, whatever. She says, she wouldn't tell me, would she? Avoiding the question, pretending he's asking her if Heather had said where she was. Of course, Rose would have heard rumours. She just doesn't want to say what those rumours are, because why would you want to tell the police anything that they might not possibly know? Mm-hmm. She knows they're getting to the patio story, right? Oh, yeah, that rumour. The family rumour. Yeah, I see what you yeah. mean now. Family joke. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. He says, you're good. Um, I'm a bit of a sceptic. I've been in the job 19 years. One of the hazards of the job is that people tend to lie to us. So you'll have to forgive me for being a sceptic. She says, you're going to have to excuse me for being a sceptic as well. You think I would just turn my back and forget that I have those kids? Turn your back. Mm. Yeah. Those kids, they're not my kids. They're not these kids, those kids. Those. Those kids, yeah? Mm. So this statement relates to absolutely nothing. She's talking about turning her back again. It really annoyed her about Heather when she done that. So we're talking about those kids. That could be kids across the street you're talking about, right? Those mm-hmm. kids there. So she's talking about her children. Um, then he says, a lot of people say that the best time of their lives have been their children are small. She says, I kept them clean and fit and took them to school. They never wanted for nothing. Right. <laughs> this is um, this is the bit where you can actually try and look like Mother of the Year. Mm-hmm. Don't bother. No. Jesus Christ. He's just fed her what normal people feel. A yeah. lot of people say the best time of their lives... She don't take the bait. She says, I've kept them clean and fit and took them to school. They never wanted for nothing. It's cold, clinical, uncaring. There's no motherly language in here at all. No. No care or nurture. And there's absolutely no pleasure in remembering her children when they were young. None. Oh, Even though the told her, kind of told her what to say. So what was he driving at with that question? Well, that one was to do with... Um, you resent the fact that your children grew up. Oh, oh, I see. So he's... Tried to get to talk about when they were small. She, mm. no, she took them to school. She kept them clean. That's that. That's a lie anyway. She didn't look after the children. She got made to do it. 
and that nanny, oh, yeah, that nannies. She's rehearsed it all, wouldn't she? So she's lying through the skin of her teeth, but all with a script she's got in her head. Probably lied about that same thing over and over. Yeah. Um, there's a bit about the house. He's, she says, um, we're talking about now is Heather. If you know she's underneath the patio or the floor or whatever, and Rose butts in, look, the house is yours, have it, do what you're going to do. I think she knows they're going to find the bodies. She can't deny it or try to stop them digging. But she'll be in the frame. If she starts, starts trying to stop them doing it in any way, Mm. She knows they're going to find, what can she do? So she says openly, house is yours, have it, do what you want. Yes. She's got, a, she's got to do that, hasn't she? That makes perfect sense. You've yeah. got to do that. Yeah, she can't look like she's got something to hide because then she'll be complicit, won't yeah. she? So she's then saying, you know, oh, do, do what you want with the house and we know why she's doing that. This next question is, do you think she's alive? She says, well, why not? Unless something horrible has happened to her. Oh, no. Thousands of kids go missing. That's what she said. So she's answered the question with a question. Well, why not? <laughs> yeah. Know you know, well, why not? Yeah. Are you fishing a bit there? Now, come on, hundreds of thousands of kids go missing. Imagine lumping your missing child in with hundreds of thousands of others. Who cares about any other child? Where is my child? Yeah. To be honest, Vicky, there are, unfortunately, a shit ton of parents out there that do act like Rose West. <laughs> And she's not trying to be saying that she isn't, is she? No. This is the thing. She isn't She isn't a nice person, is she? Lots of her kids have been taken into care. She's one of these sort of parents, so. She shows no concern for Heather at all. Mm. It's only state and annoyance. Um, that's all you hear out of her voice, really. It's like, why are you even asking this? Hundreds of thousands of kids go missing. You know, there's nothing personal, anything about Heather at all. She's um, got a real contempt for Heather, hasn't she? Yeah. There's another bit here, he says, I get the impression that it did affect you about her being a lesbian. And she said, you get the impression I was worried about the other children. Again, she brings the idea that Heather being a lesbian would negatively affect her siblings, but she doesn't say why. We never get a reason for that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's her first interview. The second interview was the 25th of February, 1994. She... It says, you know, we're questioning you about the murder of your daughter, Heather. So they've stopped beating around the bush now. They're saying the murder of Heather, right? Mm-hmm. She says, um, oh, what time of year did she move away? Rose says summer, about June, I think. All of a sudden, she knows. <laughs> Whereas if you think back to the last interview, she didn't have a clue. Yeah. She knows Yeah. So already we can see a different Rose, okay? Yeah. Straight away, we can see a different Rose. What was the build-up to her leaving? Well, how far do you want me to go? Question with a question, no answer. Um, they ask her what was the reason. She says, I'm not sure of the reasons for her going. Oh. She repeats the reason, but she adds in a little plural. S. Reasons. She's still not sure. She says, how old? They say, how old was she? And Rose says, coming on 17. This could be a dialect thing, but... I found that quite interesting. Coming on 17. Bear with me here. Isn't the phrase going on 17? Yes, it is. So if your child on their next birthday is going to be 17, you'd say they're going on 17. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming on 17. And I wonder she if does. that is her language because Heather was never going. She never progressed from 16. 
the seventeen. She didn't go anywhere. She didn't get to that bit. Oh. In Rose's language, that she couldn't say going on seventeen because Heather was never going to go on to be seventeen, was she? No. Coming on seventeen. It's like a kind of past tense, but not. Yeah, I just found it strange, and but again, it could be a dialect thing. I know they're from somewhere up north. I can't remember. Gloucester. Future tense wasn't used here. You like you picked up on that last straight away. Yeah. Um, but then she does know, you know, about the murder, I suppose. So, um, what date did you say was Vic? The twenty fifth. The. 25th February 94, yeah. Yeah, that's the day that Fred West admits that he murdered Heather. That's right. She is going to find that out in a minute. Mm. So, um, they said, when when had she left school? Rose says, this, honestly, I can't remember. Sounds annoyed already, didn't it? They yeah. Again. Um, liars tend to use honestly or I swear or frankly. Those kind of things come into liars' languages. Mm. I don't know why, but she will not say about when Heather left school. Something is wrong there. She won't say it. Um, they're asking her about her description. What sort of build was she? How heavy was she? She says, about eight stone. <laughs> That's it. About eight stone. Yeah, about eight stone. Mm. They ask her what her personality was like. She says, quiet. Liked to be different. So we've got no pronouns now. It's not she was quiet, she liked to be different. Oh, you know, yeah. Quiet, liked to be different to everybody else. She tried to do the opposite of everybody else. Which, again, is just digging out. You're digging her out, you know. She's, oh, ain't she an arsehole? Yeah, this, this kid's a problem, right? To be fair, Vix, you said this in the last one, I think it was, that, um, like, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Criminals like to blame their victims, even just a bit. This is not just a bit, but they really like to blame their victims. You always find some sort of victim blaming. It's, it could be really, really subtle. But you'll always find some sort of victim blaming. So, like, I think like I explained before, like, the baby was really fussy or the baby yeah. was taking always There's always something. It just has to come out. And so, I mean... This, I was going to say, subtle my ass at the minute. <laughs> When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Was she a problem in the house? Rose says she didn't go along with what the rest were doing. So she answers in the negative, which is something we don't like to see in statements. She didn't actually answer that was she a problem in the house just she didn't go along with it so she doesn't really answer she tells us what she didn't do and she didn't go along with what what did heather not like what did heather not go along with i think we can guess <laughs> yeah uh, didn't go along with what the rest were doing maybe the other kids kept their mouth shut you know maybe the other kids just did what they had to do to get by well we do um, know that heather confided in one of her friends about the abuse that was going on at home yeah Right, okay. So, so she definitely didn't keep her mouth shut then. No. Yeah, she would have been seen as a troublemaker. Uh, yeah, and probably she was more, perhaps she was more difficult to manipulate because she seems quite a strong girl. She's the oldest as well. Yeah, she's quite strong-willed and stuff. Um, so it says, what about our attitude towards boys? Again, we've got no pronoun. Didn't get on with her brother much. So she's answering in the negative again. She's building a picture of someone Rose doesn't like. We know this. Um, we've got this sexual orientation question come up again. Um, it says, yes, I thought she might be a lesbian. At certain events of her life, um, she went on camp, they were camping, I believe, in the hills somewhere, and the other children returned, but Heather didn't. As far as we can gather, she'd gone off to meet someone. They put a search out to look for her, and she said she didn't like male teachers, so they suspended her from school for the trouble. The headmaster wouldn't have expelled her. She wasn't given male teachers, and she was happy with that. There's no lesbian element to that whole story. No, and she probably didn't want male teachers because she's so fucking traumatised over a fucking uh, dad. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's something about this camping and she's gone off. There's nothing lesbian about this at all. This no. This was a lesbian because she ran off at camp. Oh. And it does sound to me a little bit like the school may have had an inkling as to what was going on because if the school's willing to say, okay, look, don't have male teachers. Yeah. Maybe they had to bit of sympathy for her somehow yeah uh, social services were heavily involved with the west family so they probably did know they yes. probably did know yeah okay don't have male teachers and they mm. didn't want to say that because i think they probably you know know why she's doing this but um we have um again again she was worried about the rest of the children with this lesbian thing but she doesn't explain why um they said did you discuss this with heather about the lesbian thing she says i couldn't so maybe somebody else did perhaps it was discussed i don't know um we have uh any idea of the account they're going on about the money again which we know she hates did you ask fred what happened to this money rose says he said he gave it to her that's it see she's not going to keep talking about this money because th there's nothing to say is there mm -hmm. um, she Oh, what stage did you know she was leaving? She had a job offer in Devon somewhere. So it's not the same as she'd taken a job or gone to work in Devon. She had a job offer. So I think she slipped up a little bit here. Yeah, it sounds like it. It could well be true. She could have had a job offer. It doesn't mean that's where she went. Rose isn't saying that's where she went. Rose is starting very subtly to unravel. 
Well, you know what, what that's about. She Heather did apply for that job on the holiday camp in Devon, and I think the day before she disappeared, she got told that she hadn't she hasn't got the job. And so that's the lie that the family have been set setting for the last yeah. few years. They've said she had a job offer. Like you say, she couldn't outright say, yeah, she's gone and moved gone there. Gone to Butlins, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. They couldn't say that because it wasn't true. They've just said, oh, she had a job offer because yeah. it's not an outright lie, is it? Well, uh, I... yeah, it's the thing. You, you can hear it. She's starting to slip. She's yeah. So then it says, was it a decision to leave initially? How long before she left did she make the decision to leave? Rose says, members of the family believe she had it planned for quite a while. Shift the focus onto members of the family. You know, don't talk about herself. I want backup. She definitely wants the fam the whole family in on this conversation about when Heather was leaving. Yeah. Then they say again, who did you mention it to? Again, she doesn't say a name. The third time they press her on it, um, I get the gist that she was determined to go because she had this job offer and it had fallen through and she'd been crying all night because she didn't get it. Finally, we get the truth. This is obviously what happened. Yeah, right. we yeah. know this happens. That's what happened. It sounds true. There's none of this. Yeah. There's details now, isn't there? Yeah. Who told you that? I think it was Stephen. The third time he asked her to say who, she finally had to answer. And then she said, I think it was Stephen. <laughs> so, um, all of the, the rest of it is about her leaving. I can't remember. I can't remember. She's just, like, shirking out of it constantly. We get to... To the average bystander, it's a very odd scenario. To suddenly disappear and not make any inquiries must be very disturbing. So Rose says, she had promised to write. We don't need the word had. Think about that sentence. She promised to write. It's fine. Yeah? Yeah. She had promised to write. Yeah. Yeah. You would just say, she promised to write. Yeah, that's she past tense, isn't it? Yeah. To write. You know she's never going to write. Probably she did when she was talking about the job offer. You know, at the time, probably she did say that. But that gives you that gives you that past tense again, um, which we were waiting for at this letter. So she puts herself together with someone else now. She's taking herself out of the equation. This is we now. Then it says that never came to light, um, which I don't like because I know full well where Heather is at this point. Yeah. She says that it never came to light. So, Heather communicating with them is still in the dark to me. The opposite of being in the light is being in the dark. And I don't like it one little bit. No. Combine that with uh, what she said earlier with the word hit. With the hit, yeah. Like hit. you say, the, the truth just, it just leaks out, doesn't it? When they don't even realise it. There's another little bit coming up here. They say, um... Oh yeah, have you never done anything to find out where she might be? Whereas the first word out of her mouth is nothing. She don't care. Mm. <laughs> nothing. As far as I'm concerned, she left home of her own accord. She's talking to the police, right? She doesn't care. She just says nothing. No, didn't do it. You and I would be sweating, wouldn't we? Thinking, oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but this isn't a normal woman. She don't no. care. She don't care. She don't care. Nothing. nothing. She doesn't care. This is another one. Here we go. Has her dad made any inquiries? We're not going to answer this, but it's an interesting answer. Once a child does cut you off, there's not a lot you are going to be able to do to get her back. We did that with Anna Marie. Anna Marie left home four times. So once a child does cut you off, does is an unnecessary word again. Mm -hmm. You can say once a child cuts you off. Right? Yeah. 
like you say, that might be a it might be a dialect thing because they're from Gloucester, and that might be how they speak. It could be. Yeah. It could be slipped again because we've already oh. had. We're in the dark. Yeah. I think she's thinking about Heather right now. I think she's thinking, shit, shit, shit. Yeah. She's in, she's in because they think Heather's been murdered, right? Mm. She's just talked about that Heather's still in the dark. She says, once a child does cut you off. So just by saying the word does makes her say cut rather than cuts. I don't like that word there either. So she manages to put the word cut in her language. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cuts you off. She yeah. Make, she makes it cut because she puts this unnecessary word in. Um, so then she says, there's a word change here. Once a child does cut you off, there's not a lot you are going to do about it to get her back. We did that with Anna Marie. So she's talking about um, an unspecific child, not Heather. Once a child cuts you off. Um, you are the audience. Yeah. It's not me and Heather. It's, she's telling you what you would do, what would happen to you. So she's distancing herself from that. Okay. Because her sentences are getting longer, this is where she starts to slip. Like I said right at the top of this episode, it's hard It's hard to do a lengthy deceptive statement. You can do a quick one. Yeah. More is coming out. And the Anna Marie story doesn't fit because she says, Anna Marie left home four times, so there's no point trying to get Heather back even once. They managed to get Anna Marie back three times, surely. Mm. <laughs> so then we have, they say, um, what was the conversation that took place when you were all back home together? So obviously this is the night before, everything's falling apart. She says, Rose said, this is what Rose says, that she must be around somewhere. We were getting some publicity out of what was going to happen, that we were going to come out in the news. We thought she might contact us. That bit there, that she must be around somewhere. Hmm. I think you would say, she must be out there somewhere. Yeah. yeah, true. She must be around somewhere. Do you know when you've lost your glasses and you're like, they're around <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Quite close to you? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I say, Where's my glasses? They must be out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, so she's talking about Heather as if Heather is very close by. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, she, she must be around somewhere. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. It's sickening. It is, isn't it? It is. sickening. But this is what is happening. Rose is falling apart. She's slipping. And I know it's not obvious, but when you look like we're doing now, scrutinising it, she's slipping. It's really, she's very good, but... It does a little bit. This is the thing. I think there's a reason why there's only two statements of Rose because after this she goes no comment and that's it. She literally, she knows that she knows she's giving stuff away by talking, giving yeah, these statements. She doing, yeah. yeah. So there's only like a couple of more interesting bits. And they, um, so they say, why do you think you've been arrested today? For the most grave of offensive, there has been a major development this morning. Fred has confessed to murdering Heather. Rose says, what? So you know where she is? Hmm. <gasps> That's the first thing out of Rose's mouth. Mm. On hearing that her husband murdered her child, her brain straight away goes to where she is. is. Yeah. Yeah, but um, she didn't say, where is she? Where did you find her? She says, so you know where she is. Yeah, That's exactly. So telling, isn't it? Would you even, would your brain even go there? No. Where your child is? It'd be like, I mean, the first word is what? Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. Murdered? What? What? Yeah. 
Oh my god. You found like basically saying, Oh, you found her then. Yeah. He has told us where she is. Rose gets herself composed. So she's dead. Is that right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. She gave herself away in a split second and now she's back. She's recovered. She's remembering she needs to act shocked about this, right? <laughs> yeah. And um so the last little bit um before this interview finishes is she starts crying oh he says and that automatically implicates you she starts crying and she says why does it automatically implicate me she's thinking about me straight yeah questions and the disbelief that you would have i don't think i'd even take those words in yeah but vp you're normal and she isn't you've got to stop thinking that she's a normal person because she's an asshole and she never tried to disguise that fact everyone who knew her knew she was a she's like she's one of these women that gets her kids taken off of her and doesn't care she doesn't care so yeah yeah even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Conclusion about Rose because I wanted to sort of, you know, palate cleanse and get her out. Yeah, yeah, I know how you feel. <laughs> yeah. Love does. Interview, interview one. I've just wrote Rose is very, very good at not saying anything she doesn't want to say. She switched on, clever, able to focus and not get herself tangled up in questions and answers. She keeps her memories vague, says, I don't know, I don't remember, and leaves it there. She doesn't trip herself up, she doesn't elaborate. She does well at this and she doesn't seem to have to lie very much. She avoids questions seamlessly, never gets out of control. If she's asked for an emotional answer, she sounds angry and accusational. She gives no genuine emotion at all. She cannot quote Heather. We know that liars find putting words in people's mouths very difficult. The only time we hear a quote from Heather is the conversation with the uncle, which made Rose think she was a lesbian. This is most probably an accurate account. I cannot make sense of this lesbian thing. She seems to think there's no explanation needed as to what her other children needed protection from, like it's a known thing. I believe that Heather probably was going to leave. They had an argument and Heather in quotes, turned her back. 
That's probably when Rose couldn't contain her anger anymore and attacked her. I also wonder if Rose did go shopping that day, and when she came home, Heather's body was gone. A hundred percent. Conclusion on the first one. I reckon, I think they were having this argument, and Heather turned her back. And that was it, because she says it three times in these interviews about Heather turning her back and how disgraceful it is to turn your back. Yeah. And the shopping thing sounds so, so good. Yeah. Everything else she said, I reckon that was, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out, I'm going to do my day. When I get back, Heather is gone. Yeah. So you think Rose killed Heather and then left Fred to bury her? Absolutely. I think that's 100% what happened. Mm, Yeah, I agree. I just did a little bit on the first um, uh, interview she sounds oh sorry on the first reading of the second interview she sounds the same as last time but on closer inspection she seems more on edge she's given answers that she didn't give last time she lets a few things leak out in her language she's trying to bring others into the narrative she doesn't want to be alone the cut you off and never come to light sounds sinister on reflection now that we know what happened to poor Heather that is me done with Rose West. Yeah, good work, Vic. Thanks for doing that. I know it's a really horrible one because she's a vile piece of work. Thanks, yeah. Vic. <clears throat> I know it must have been hard work for you. Yeah, oh. she's nasty, isn't she? She's an horrible woman, through and through, vile. So okay. thank you. Cheers. Thanks for that, Vicky. Oh. Uh, um, thanks for listening, everybody. We hope thank you enjoyed you. that. Yeah. And found it as insightful as we did. Yeah, and um, we're all going to go and have a good shower and a scrub now. Thank you. Yeah, you look like you need a body polish. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. Thanks, everybody. Thank you so much, Vic. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.